0: With all the toys in the world, people choose to feelings to play with. Tyga, stop giving people access to your life when they refuse to handle you with care. Lisa Archer. What's going on, Shadow Work family? It's your friendly neighborhood Fluck Ninja here to give you the Shadow Corner podcast for Tuesday. I am so blessed and thankful to be here. I had a great weekend where I went to an event called the Showing Up Perspectives on Cancer. Where caregivers, supporters, cancer survivors, cancer patients, whatever in in between come together every year to talk about their experiences, ways that they've gotten through it and et cetera. I'm going to be dropping a, an exclusive episode October 10th on the event. And I hope to hear your feedback and to hear what you thought of the episode because it, it features. A young lady called, she, uh, her name is Shannon, and she is an inspiration like no other. When I tell you all the things that this girl has gone through during her cancer journey that many people would probably have given up on, she fought through. And I really feel like you should check it out. Feature, there's also going to be different features of the organizer of the of their convention or the conference, uh, Tim Sohn as well as the keynote speaker, Mark Kagayama, So I encourage you to listen out for the interview, listen out for the special episode because it's coming soon. Now, let's dive into the meat of the conversation. Today's topic today is how much access are you giving? So when I talk about this topic or in this discussion, it gets a semi of a side eye. Because a lot of people think that I'm talking about access as in how much lead way are you giving people to treat you a certain type of way? It's not uh, when I talk about access, that's the first thing that usually pops up, but it's more to it than that. See, I came to realize during my journey that I gave and I gave and I gave and I gave to the point where sometimes I was so over depleted that I didn't even give myself a chance to actually, I didn't give myself a chance to recharge. I discussed semi of this topic on Thursday PSAs on TikTok and Couch Talk, where I talked about how you're supposed to give people the overflow rather than the reservoir. And that really uh, shocked a lot of people because they did not know what the difference was. So when you give from the reservoir, you're giving yourself what the reservate, the reservoir is literally the cup that you save specifically for yourself and no one else has access to it. Now, when I say the overflow, the overflow is basically you've refreshed yourself. You've gotten everything you need to do today and you're mentally here, you're present and you're wanting to give and you have enough of the cups to give to others. Compared to the reservoir, you would think that it would be no big deal giving from it, but it is. Sometimes you can give so much of yourself to the point where you forget who you are as well as what you love to do for fun. What are things that make you happy? Hell, if we want to go deeper, you forget about, the things that gave you joy, even gratitude. And we shouldn't be walking around like that. So I always teach others to give from the overflow rather than the reservoir because the person you are on the inside needs to be protected. Not out of fear, but out of, I want to show up as me, not as the tired, exhausted, overworked type of person. Because I always tell people, y'all going to have to give me 24 hours. It's been a rough week. <laughs> Uh, nothing It's like, doesn't seem like much is agreeing with me. So I'm gonna have to holler at y'all tomorrow. And I know it's hard to say that to some people, especially those that you feel like they really, really need you, but you have to choose either it's you or them. Cause if you choose them, you will always be depleted. If you choose yourself, You will never have a moment where you're not present with them. I mean, you already know the early signs of you not being present with someone. You barely engage in the conversation. Your mind is drifting more than 10 miles a minute. You're thinking about other things rather than focusing on the conversation. And probably nine times out of 10, you're just not interested at all. So you're just, just sitting there with your ears closed and your heart closed. And that's not a not a great place to be. One thing you need to understand is that how much access you give people is determined by the foundation that you set for however, however long or years that you've been with someone. So if we think about it, say, for example, you have a friend that you've known for 10 plus years or you've known someone for about two years or three years or wherever, however long, and they're so used to you picking up the phone all the time. Been there, done that. But then when you start to get a lot like busy or you start to grow in whatever that you're doing and they realize they don't have access to you anymore. They have to schedule time with you. They have to figure out ways to spend time with you because it's hard to catch you. You're like air. You take it in, but you just can't. You can never grasp it. Those are things that some people take very seriously. And then you start to harbor Some, but wait, we've known each other for so long. Why can't I talk to this person? You have to understand that having access to people, especially good people, is a privilege. And being able to understand what that means is a very core factor of a community, a friendship, or even a marriage. So the number one thing that I wanna talk about The first thing is, what are you giving people without, what are you giving people without pre-screenings? Now, pre-screenings, I do highly recommend them for any situation. So you have to think about it like this. Just like a job pre-screens us and gives us 90 days to show us what they got before they give us health insurance or dental insurance, or whatever the case may be, the same thing should apply with you when it comes to friendships, when it comes to working relationships, uh, as well as different relationships that you're trying to develop. You have to do your pre-screenings first. Now, this is not an area where you're going to sit here and judge people. So let me go ahead and put that out now. This is a judgment-free type of pre-screening. You are just analyzing what you see and see whether or not that it coincides with what you want for your life. So one example I can give you is when I worked, every time I worked a new job, I made sure that I was focused on the job rather than focused on making friends because I wasn't here for that. But there are some people where when you first meet them, you automatically have a connection. You feel like you've known them for years, but you also have to remember the foundation that you're walking on. What was the first meeting like? Did it make you feel some type of way? Was it an off feeling? Was it a eerie feeling? What Was was it a good, positive, uplifting feeling? Was there spirit with you? Did your spirit feel safe? Or did your spirit feel like it had to protect itself? See, the little things that your body does gives you the heads up on a lot of things. I remember a time where I was working for said company. We're going to go ahead and leave that out. And I realized there was one employee that I noticed that was real quick. To tell everybody's business real quick, especially when she was just getting to know someone. She didn't even ask for permission to actually tell their business. She just did it. So I always, I did a mental evaluation and a visual evaluation on her that she's a person that knows no bounds. She does not care whether it's your business or another person's business. She doesn't have respect for privacy. She just lets everything hang out. So my initial mental was stay away from her. Now, sometimes I wasn't able to because I knew automatically that she was I would have to work with her. So I just always made sure that the conversations were always short, that I wasn't giving the vital stuff that she wanted because she would press really hard. On the new people, like what they like to do. If they had a boyfriend, if they had a girlfriend, like I, I would look at her and be like, do you really need to know all that? But this is why pre screening is very vital because you have people like that that are only out to getting information out of you to tell everybody else. And you have to be very weary about that. Check the foundation of. Whether or not that's somebody that you would want to associate yourself with. The next thing that you need to understand with pre-screenings is that it's not an area meant to judge anyone. It's an area for you to make sure that if you're wanting a relationship with someone or you're wanting a, a connection with someone, knowing that your, your values are aligned, that you're out for the same thing. So in this process, I knew that I was focused on making the money and then going home. She was focused on fun and play, making the money and telling you business. That wasn't aligned with me. So I made sure that I had no business with her whatsoever. And it also taught me about how much access I'm giving my current friends about me and for me. So whenever I talk about evaluations to my friends, they're like, Oh Lord, what is it now? Because I do like the uh, friendship evaluations on them and I expect them to do the same thing because I want to make sure that I be this, if I said something wrong, if I did something, or if I have pushed an envelope too hard, that may have not been the best I would like to improve on it. And I always encourage them to do the same thing. But a conversation is always key. So when I say pre-screenings on new people, however, that is when it gets very detailed. So I have three parts to my pre-screenings. The first part is the first face that you show me. I analyze that to see where your mind's at, where your heart is. What is it that you're trying to pull the intention. I'm not judging to say that you're actually have hidden motives, but I'm not going to sit here and give all of me so soon. So soon, if that makes any sense. The second part to my pre-screening, and this is something I hope that you adapt, is what are their relationships with other people like? How do they treat the people that they hold dear or they consider their friends? If I see at some point that the way you treat your associates... Or way you treat your coworkers is off and same way you treat your family and how you treat your best friend is off. I pulled up a red flag on that and tried to keep that in mind as I'm continuing the screening of us either being friends or associates or anything, because I feel like it's, it's vital in that regard. And then the third part of my pre-screening, I test. I put a test out for that person that wants to be connected to me. If I'm telling you something that is a little thing saying like, hey, I have a boyfriend or hey, I am, this is my sexuality or I'm a part of the LGBTQ plus community. If I, when I say it and it comes out and it seems as if that you're very condescending with it or like you don't care about it. And me, to me, it feels as if that you're not caring for the person that you're not caring about a deep, important detail of the person that you're connecting with. I hope I'm making sense to you guys. This is just like some of like many of I do when it comes down to pre-screening because I want to have healthy relationships, healthy foundations and be able to have open, honest conversations. The second thing that I want you to understand about people having access to you that just because they've known you for a certain amount of time, that does not mean you give them everything. And what I mean by everything is that say, for example, they've known you for, again, a upped amount of years and some things you just don't talk to them about. If you ever wondered why you don't talk to them about those things, it's because of the pre-screening that you did early on in the relationship. When you saw that, for example, when you saw that in your baddest moments, they were nowhere to be found. But when it came down to them in their worst moments, they asked you to be there and you were there 10 toes down. You take very good heed to that because what that does is to let you know exactly where they stand with you mentally, emotionally, and it's whether or not they're willing to be invested in the relationship. Now, I'm not saying that if they're not there because of a certain reason that they're not there for you. That's not what I'm saying. What I am conveying is you have to learn how to be an observer on so many levels when it comes down to you and when it comes down to what your expectations are for the relationship, for the connection. Because that also determines how much access a person will have to you. There have been many times where I've given people access to me to the point where I gave them so much that I lost myself. I lost who Ariel was. I lost who Cyan was. I lost who that little girl was long time ago. And it takes a while to fight back to get to that person, or at least the new and improved person version of it. So you have to be very careful with people in that regard, because not everybody has the same intentions as you do. Also, the one thing I want you to understand when it comes to people having access to you, that does not mean that you have to be there for them every single time they call. Sometimes you have to refresh that battery. You have to refresh that battery, make sure that you are 100% present with them because you already know the signs of you not being present with them. You're over-exhausted, overworked, you don't want to do anything, you don't want to be there and you're just like your mind wanders. And that's not the person that you are or your your just might be different from mine. That's how I am cuz I'll be like I'll be saying, "Okay, I'm here. I'm right here." And then I'll be thinking about what I got to do tomorrow. That's not being present. That's just no. <laughs> I try my best sometimes to be present with my friends. And if I am not in a mental headspace to actually talk with them or be there for them, I will let them know because I don't want them to feel as if that I don't care because I truly do. But that's where open communication comes in with having access to that person. Another thing I want you to take into consideration is what state of mind that you are in or what you were in, in the beginning, your foundation and what state of mind you are currently with that relationship, because that makes a difference as well, because you could have trauma bonded with that person because of something simply that happened. And then later on, find out that there was no more to the relationship besides that trauma. And then you wonder why you don't want to talk to them. You don't want to be around them. You don't want to actually be in the same room in some cases it is 100% meaning that you've outgrown that relationship, but you are too scared to tell them about how you felt, but you're also doing them a disservice by not telling them they have to grieve the relationship just as much as you do. So the number one thing I want you to do today, when we talk, when you talk about giving someone access to you, giving them your time, giving them your resources or even whatever is connected to you think about three things number one is this relationship worth your time and i know that sounds like a semi butthole thing but you got to think about it if you're out to do what you need to do so the number one thing you have to think about is whether or not is it worth your time do you have the energy and the mental space for this connection if the answer is no put it down The second thing you need to think about is whether or not you can grow and learn from this person having access to you or grow and learn from this person having being part of your life. That's a decision for you to make. And then the third thing that I want you to also take to mind is how does your body, mind and spirit feel when you're around them? That third one is very vital. Because it also helps you determine the spaces and things you're going to be walking in from the rest of your life. It may not seem like it, but it does make a difference. If you're in a space where it does not sit right with you, then you need to leave. If you're in a space, if that person makes you in a space where it's not beneficial to you anymore, it's time to go. Stop hanging on to old relationships. Stop hanging on to old like patterns that don't sit right with the person that you're becoming. Because sometimes when people have that much access to you, they sometimes feel like they can say anything and you'll just know that you're just joking. I think one of the worst experiences I've had is someone using something I told them against me. And I'm not gonna lie to you, that hurt. Because the foundation I built with this person was trust. And I felt like it was hard for me to recover from that. But what I did I let them know how I felt. And the first thing that they said, and listen to this, the first thing they said is you're overreacting. It was just a joke. I can't see how you can be this sensitive. Now I built a foundation with this person that lasted a couple years, and I never thought that I'd hear those words come out their mouth. When they told me that they would stand by me no matter what. That person, we're no longer friends because I told them that they changed and that I missed all those times where we used to have intellectual conversations, but something in you has changed and I don't like it. Our connection is off. I don't feel safe with you anymore. And it's made it hard for me to talk to you. So I ended it. I give you this example to say this. It's hard out here to build value connections because sometimes you feel like no one will accept the person that you are. So you give them everything. And I do mean everything, but you have to dust yourself off and say it's okay. While you never will find another person like them, you will grow. You will thrive with new people that will help till your soil. And I'm speaking from experience, but going back into the topic, please make sure that you pre-screen friends, pre-screen communities, pre-screen people that make you feel safe for the moment, but later on change. Or whatever the case may be, because how much you give access to people and how much you give of yourself to others will determine where exactly you're trying to pull your life towards. Whether you'll end up being a chronic people pleaser or you'll be someone that just don't want to deal with where you just say, fine, fine, fine. Just just to end the argument. No, have the conversations, have the conversations Pre-write out what you want and what you need in your relationships. Then pre-screen to see if somebody is actually willing to not only accept you, but accept the person, the essence that is you. I hope I made some sense today for you guys. Because this is like one of those hard topics for me. Because as someone that was a chronic people pleaser, I gave a lot to people to the point where I forgot who I was how much value I brought to lives. And when I finally got the muster to say exactly how I felt, I was told that I changed or that I wasn't as nice. It felt like someone was trying to douse my voice and drown it out because it wasn't something that they wanted to hear. But I made sure that people that come in my life from now on, that they were for me and that was not the benefits that came with me. And that was a hard Thing to swallow. I even had to do it with the friends that I currently have. I had to do my evaluations and look at, like, will I be dealing with this for the rest of my life? And it wasn't easy for me. Some of them I've known for probably about 10 years or more. And I so badly wanted to keep them, but Spirit had to point it out to me, like, do you want this in your life? Because if you keep it, you won't grow no further than this. But if you let them go, I'll put people in your life that value you, that look at you as you are. And I took that leap and I made sure that my foundations were solid, that I left no stone unturned from that point on. And I've been the happiest I've been in years. So think about you today when you think about how much access you give to people and how much you're gaining from them having so much access. Be selfish in this situation and understand your value, what you bring to the table, and what is it that you want spirit to bring in your life, whether it be people, places, or things. And I hope that I've given you something to think about today. I will see y'all in two weeks. Remember to do your journal prompts say your affirmations, read on the books that I recommend and understand that you're so worth the sacrifice. You are authentically you and anybody that thinks of you less than they don't belong in your life. I love you guys. Go be great today. Hi everyone. It's your coach, Cyan. Thank you so much for joining in on the conversation this week on Shadow Corner. Please don't forget to follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Shadow Corner Fam, Instagram, Shadow Life Coaching, and TikTok, Shadow Corner Life Coaching, LLC, where you can get more tips on continuing the journey to you. And I'll see you in two weeks. This be great.